Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is episode 42, believe it or not of wow. the Cornwall Property Podcast and uh, we're here at the Cornwall Channel bringing you as much value and content as we can. Now, I, um, how focus and our mission is to inform, educate, inspire you guys on the property market and the property world with a particular focus on the Cornwall property market. So uh, this is our market updates episode whereby we will pick a couple of articles that caught our eyes this week and uh, we also then leave you with a couple of opportunities to mm. maybe do look at and... Um, maybe do some numbers on really. So I'll pick a commercial property that has caught my eye that's currently in the market that could be bringing, helping bring some residential um, homes back to the Cornish market. And James here has picked a a residential. So I've got commercial, James has got residential. So guys, yeah, please do get in touch. Absolutely. And just remember how you do that. You can go uh, to our website, which is cornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go onto the front page there, scroll down to the bottom and you can send us a message in that way. But you can also reach us on social media, on Facebook, like many of you do, and send us a message on there. And just remember, you know, we're here to bring lots of content and exciting things to you, but we're, you know, just as reliant on you guys for getting in touch with us so we can, uh, you know, answer your lovely questions that you bring to us. So we're all in this together and helping the Cornish market. So thank you again. Definitely. So I'm going to slap it out there quick. Rogue landlords face prison sentences under new rules. So uh, again, with all of our uh, articles, they're all available on the show notes. So yeah, scroll down, have a look at the show notes and you can access all of these articles in more detail. But in essence, yeah, the the headline was really really concerning actually. It was kind of like, oh, crikey, landlords face prison sentences. But then you start reading into it. Rogue landlords could face prison sentences. Uh, And this is down to the new legislation that's coming into play. So if I give you a little bit more information, again, I got this from the landlords at landlordzone.co.uk. Under plans to get tougher on landlords, stricter standards will be brought in to eliminate unsafe and cold rental properties, say the government, which brilliant, definitely needs to be done. Yeah, agreed. New government plans to upgrade older housing stock in the uh, private rental sector. And there's basically a new policy proposal that's not currently out, but they're proposing that... um, we should see landlords who let properties that are below standard and who fail to keep the properties warm, dry and safe and in good repair, uh, that they could potentially be criminally prosecuted in local magistrates' courts and where a judge could decide that a judge could decide their fates. And the maximum sentence that these rogue landlords could have um, is six months in prison. So I'm all for it, personally. I'm all for it. Absolutely. You know how I feel, Dan. I'm very, uh, you know, passionate. I'm being landlord myself. We are landlords, you know, giving good quality of living. And, you know, it's like with anything in the service industry, if people are going to pay for something, you want to give them something that's good quality and they feel they're getting good value for money, you know. And uh, I think it's completely unacceptable that damp, horrible, gloomy property where it's, you know, not safe to be living in, you know, you should, uh, you know, put it to standard, otherwise be penalised for it. So I'm all in the motion for it. I think it's good. The only thing I'll, um, I'll do a little flip on there is essentially I'll see the details. Because you can have properties that are un are not are not lived in correctly, if as, as such. So you could have damp areas in the property, but that might be because the tenants drying clothes in a room and they're not ventilating it. So they've also got to be educated. Tenants need to be educated and be aware of what their duties are to keep their property safe and and um, cl- clean, I suppose as well. So there are some sort of lines that I've I've 
I've seen properties that oh, we've got to view and they look <laughs> horrific. There's mold everywhere. But then you actually start looking at the actual what's happening in this room. Well, you've got furniture, you've got furniture up against external walls that are really cold, which are great, could, should be updated uh, thermally perhaps. But you've got clothes drying in these rooms, no heating on, no vet, no windows open, no ventilation. So moisture from these clothes that are drying are just staying in this room and becoming stale and, and it's got nowhere to escape. So again, I think, Great, all for it. Properties and and landlords who are just really below, but just it's not it's not fair. But at the same time, I think it's important that we um, are educating our tenants on how they should be using the properties, ventilating it well, um, trickle vents, leaving the windows open where they possibly can. Obviously, appreciate in the colder months it's not possible, but there are ways that you can um, look after your properties. But yeah, in essence, all for it. If a prop, property is unsafe and, and it's not been looked after and uh, it's in disrepair and it's not been sorted, yeah, it, it, the buck stops with the landlord. And what's the what's the biggest incentive you could give other than a fine? Well, yeah, this is this pretty big deal. Absolutely, can agree more. Next one for me is from thisismoney.co.uk, and it's I suppose it's not a, it's not a surprise, but at the same time, when you start seeing the figures, it actually there's like oh crikey, but. I looked at, uh, we're looking at, again, I'm diving into a little bit of mortgage here, James, so don't shoot me, but mortgage rate uh, hikes half profits of average UK buy-to-let landlords. And this is due to the base rate rise of 2.5%. If the base rate can get to 2.5%, it could see a majority of the landlords buy-to-lets getting negative in terms of profitability. So landlords have seen annual profits nearly half in the last eight months. And... It's only going to get worse, isn't it, at the minute? You're not going to see base rates uh, drop anytime soon, I don't think. So rates among the biggest lenders have risen from 1.25% to 3.12% since October. So on a £200,000 interest-only mortgage, for example, okay, that essentially works out as a jump from a landlord paying £209 a month to the now paying £521 a month. So if your landlord's there asking you for a little bit extra rent, that these are the sort of reasons why, because... They are possibly really struggling at the minute because if their term of their mortgage, which you're not necessarily going to know about, the term might have been uh, come to an end and they might need to, they might have had to remortgage now. The interest rates are so so vastly different to what they would have been potentially when they took out the mortgage that they're probably needing to raise some rents because they can no longer afford these mortgage payments. And the concern is obviously if you can't afford your mortgage payments, there's someone who's going to come knock him. Isn't it? And uh, there's a bit of repossession potentially there. So, again, it's more of a, an education, more of an eye opener. And when you start seeing those numbers, two hundred nine pounds a month for an uh, an example of a two hundred thousand pound mortgage, interest only mortgage, and it's now up to five hundred twenty one pounds. That's over double the amount that they were were paying. So, some landlords, as a result, what you do expect if that was you and you could you're you're just making enough. Um, you're likely to sell up. And obviously this is then putting a lot of pressure on tenants trying to find new homes when the stock is being sold. So mm. you can see how this uh, big kind of circle of life of the property um, sphere is kind of working at the minute is everything's up against um, availability, supply and demand, isn't it? So there's not enough availability, not plus a supply, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of demand still, understandably. So uh, again, just really alarming, but I just want to kind of chuck it out there just to, educate and um, make people aware of it really 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, the landlords do have these properties. It is a business. Obviously, you want the capital appreciation over time uh, for the property value. Uh, but, you know, that's uh, from an investment point. It's a long-term game. But it's it's like you say, you know, that they are trying to make that profit. You know, after all the bills are paid, they're left with their subsidiary money. That might even be their, you know, their pension. Uh, that's where they are in their life. But uh, also it's, you know, Part of those profits, you should be putting in some money aside for maintenance. You know, I know uh, earlier on this year, I had one of my properties that, uh, you know, had my had my profit, which was good uh, for that particular year. It was about three thousand pounds of profit in total, and uh, my boiler went. It was just time. It went. There was a big issue with it, so I had to replace it, and it cost me three thousand five hundred to replace it. You know, but with this on top, you know, it's just your landlords are being squeezed. But it's the same as everybody, even in the. Um, food and restaurant industry people are having to spend more money on electric and everything it's not a good time for anybody right now but we try to stay positive going forward definitely and i say it essentially just turns an asset into a liability you're losing money on it so it's it's no longer such a juicy asset but james what have you got for us absolutely it's my turn now but i do uh, the first one i've got here i think it's quite related and it's no surprise really but my first headline that i got from uh, mortgage strategy uh was an article here from money facts and the headline was mortgage choice plummets in september uh so the total number of mortgage project uh, products uh, all uh, loan to value saw a dramatic drop between august and september money facts says from 517 um to 3000 uh 890. This is the smallest number counted since April 2021 when there were 3,842 products on the market and is 1,425 fewer in available in December uh, 2021. And what's more, all loan to value brackets or product counts full, which is the first time this has happened since April 2020. I mean, what, what does this mean basically? In my view, uh, and what the article is kind of saying is that because of everything that's happening with interest rates at the moment, when the base weight was really, really low a couple of years ago and everybody was kind of taking loans, getting mortgages, uh, there were so many products. Uh, the most we've ever seen where mortgage companies were getting so creative. They were giving you 30-year fix. They were giving you 20-year fix. Uh, they were saying, you know, if you if you put this much deposit down, we'll give you a further discount. They had the, the room to manoeuvre. But now, because, you know, interest rates are so high, there's just there's less choice uh, for these mortgage companies to um, basically get you know creative and um, as a result there's just fewer products to choose from. So I think landlords really are just on the uh, on that fence post. Do we invest in another property and take another uh, product? But the worst thing is if they've already got a product and their you know their two three or five year fixed is coming to an end, uh, they've got very little products to choose from really. And let's be honest, as you say, they're not that great, are they? No. So, yeah, it'll be interesting times ahead to see kind of where we go with it. But um, I just think you've just got to ride the storm, really. Um, I, I haven't got any magic solutions unless you have, done. No, I think, as always, and cash flow is king. Just making sure you've got some cash left over at the end of the month, I think, is the key. And that you can afford to just ride this out as best you can. Appreciate cost of living's going up, bills going up. But you just need to make sure you're doing your numbers regularly, checking your outgoings. And, and essentially just trying to make sure that you've got some disposable income at the end of the month for that kind of issue that you can't foresee at the minute um and just gives you that little bit of breathing space it's not going to be like this forever it's not no. going to be like this forever and uh, there will be some help in the way obviously we've had the announcement of the support for energy bills and the capping of um your energy bills with to two and a half thousand pounds per annum but again there's it's not going to be like this forever so just sit tight um and just watch your numbers 
Absolutely. Uh, and talking about uh, more help, um, another article I found on mortgage strategy, again, uh, with the Clatton's report, was trust needs to bring back tax allowances for landlords, uh, which I thought would be uh, very welcomed uh, for people in the uh, chances. <laughs> absolutely in the property game. The new government, headed by Liz Trust, needs to bring back tax allowances for landlords to get them back into the market, says Clutton's head of residential, James Hyman. Uh, reacting to the new government, Hyman says the new Prime Minister priority must be to ensure that interest rates do not escalate out of control, as this, coupled with the cost of living crisis, will cause the market to crash. Planning is a topic that comes up elsewhere. For example, a Leeds Building Society spokesman comment said, there's no simple fix for the housing crisis facing our country, but building enough homes to meet demand is unquestionably the right place to start. And Property Mark Chief Executive Nathan Emerson talks about housing supply also, along with the energy efficiency, which he says where the Two top issues in a recent online poll the body carried out, we believe that gap can be closed through measures that bring the many tens of thousands of long-term empty properties back and the introduction of focused targets for new homes that are based on an identified need for each tenure across the country. And I think we can, you know, directly relate to that for all the empty homes that are here in Cornwall. I mean, with interest rates going up, uh, with you know, we've got tax measures at the moment for people who don't have properties uh, in a limited company. They just own them in their personal name. We know that today you can only offset 20% of the biggest overhead, which is the mortgage uh, interest, which most, well, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people are mortgage interest only. And with those interest rates going up, your bill for the amount of uh interest you're going to have to pay against the rent coming in is uh, i think it's a very worrying time something needs to be done because we're going to be in a bad situation essentially the government is a business and yeah any business that was in the sort of deficit that the government are in would be closed down big a long 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 time ago so essentially what they, they need to be creative in ways that to encourage instead of just going slapping more tax on people it's actually trying to be clever in ways that they are currently taxing or could tax uh, or not tax to encourage people to maybe spend more in certain areas that will be taxed more. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, we need more housing. Well, if they can get creative with measures such as this, potentially, it might encourage more people to buy a rent buy to buy to let property. More buy to let properties will help bring stock to the market, which will help ease the demand. So not only are we building houses, but we're actually getting more private landlords to get on the market and actually help the with the with the amount of demand is out there. Yeah, I just think they need to be creative in terms of ways that they could, and this clutch report is essentially saying the same, but it seems, it seems a bit, mm-hmm. but they need to be creative of how they can encourage people to do, not necessarily, they can't force people to do certain things, but it's more like incentivize people to get involved, incentivize 100%. people to get back involved with property because there's no positives at the minute to the property market. I, no, it's, and it's just it's a long-term game. Yeah, brilliant. But there's nothing really that's going to attract people at the present time with all the legislation that's been thrown and the issues. Yeah, and hundreds of thousands of people throughout the country on the housing register with hundreds, you know, a loss of property that is, you know, empty, doing nothing. So there is a solution to the problem, but it's the middle ground, isn't it? You know, that, as you say, incentivization from the government. For sure. Brilliant. So this is the part of the show where we are going to bring you two properties. So I am going to share with you now, if you're watching on YouTube, fantastic. You'll be able to see this in real time. If you're listening on an audio device, um, obviously there is a link as always in the show notes to the right move adverts for, 
for these properties. So I have picked a beautiful period um, property, which is in Tower Dreff in Cornwall, so just outside of Sinostorm Par. And it is currently a guest house. It's for sale. It's um, The reason this has caught my eye, James, is because I've been watching it with yourself uh, for a little while, and it has had a price reduction recently. So this month, which is September 2022, um, it's just been reduced from 750 to 725. So it's quite a chunky amount, but you get quite a nice bit of building for your money. You've got to do the numbers. Obviously, it's got a stack. But what I like about it is um, we actually de- developed a, a similar type of property and style and look and size, to be fair, in Mevagizzi. Um, a while back so if you are interested in looking at that we actually did a podcast tour of it uh, in some of our earlier episodes you could scroll back and have a little look and get a little taste for it if this might be something that was in your in your locker perhaps or of interest but as you can see on the floor plans if you're watching and viewing it's a, a lovely property i reckon you could easily mm. make this uh, five apartments so one on the left wing one on the right wing and that's both on the ground and the first floors and then if you look at the top floor you can make a nice uh, beautiful penthouse really as well, if I show you some of the images that are on the advert as well, you can see here it's just a lovely dated period property. Look at that original flooring as well. Mm, stunning. Beautiful. Beautiful. Obviously, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to comply with fire regs, acoustic specifications and planning. But, uh, yeah, it's just an opportunity. It's a guest house. They've been wanting to sell it. It's obviously not uh, of interest as a guest house to people. And uh, it's got beautiful views, a really high demand, popular location. There's some great schools in that area, I know, because I'm I'm fairly local. Um, but, again, it's a beautiful, detached, three-story Victorian property on the market, just been reduced. What does that tell you? Owners are motivated. Motivation. Exactly that. So again, opportunity to bring potentially five properties to the Cornish market. Absolutely, in a good space and lovely property to work with for sure. Or so, one big family house. Indeed, very, very much so. Big family. Big family. I have, have a property on here uh, which is in Tucking Mill uh, in Camborne. It's on the market with uh, Your Move, uh, which their office for this particular one is located on the main high street in Camborne as well. Pretty vanilla, three bed townhouse. Uh, it's pitched here as an ideal investment family home. That's what we'd like to hear. Uh, it's got two uh, reception rooms. Um, it's got double glazing and electric heating. It is an EPC rating of an E, so just bear that in mind. So some upgrading, I think, definitely to future proof it will need to be done there but uh, it got reduced on the 11th of August so a little bit of time ago now um, currently on there at 159,950 and I think it would make a great family home it's got a little courtyard out the back with a bit of development I think you could put in quite a nice garden out the back there and from looking at the pictures on here I think from upgrading and modernization that <laughs> It's not like a really, really in-depth refurb, so I don't think you need to be spending huge amounts at it. And I think there's definitely value to be added, I think, because it's been reduced and it still hasn't gone. Um, and it's been about six weeks since then. I think you could probably uh, probably get a bit more of a reduction on this. But again, it's empty. Um, it has been empty for over a year, I've been told. And it's just an empty property that would make an ideal family home. But I, I think it's quite quite a nice little place, actually. Yeah, I don't know Tuckermill too too well, but um, I'm just looking at the map here out of interest of what's in the vicinity. It's quite close to the Valley Park as well. So, uh, yeah, no, location looks looks good. And, the, and again, more importantly, the price. It's an yeah. empty house. It's yeah. something that could be brought to the market very affordably, potentially. Definitely. So, yeah, like it. Nice one, James. Good pick. Yeah. Thank you very much. Again, show notes. Go for the show notes for the links to these properties, and you can access and have a little look yourself and um, potentially a range of viewing. Please let us know if you do go for any of these properties as well. It's uh, We'd love to hear if you get, um, do have any success stories or 
any questions as a result. But uh, thank you ever so much. So look, guys, that brings us to the close of this episode um, of the Corbin Property Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, our next episode is an Ask Dan and James episode where you guys get in touch with us to ask us any of your property-related questions that hopefully we can help. And how can they do that? They can do that by getting in contact with us on our website, which is the thecornwallpropertypodcast.com. Go onto the front page there, scroll down to the bottom and send us a message. And you can also reach us on social media, such as Facebook, which many of you do. And as always, we're ever grateful for you getting in contact because without you guys, we couldn't make the show happen. It's Definitely. all in this together. Also on Instagram now too, so do give us a follow. Guys, Absolutely. thank you so much. That's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Take care, guys. Bye.